Teresa Hildebrand, and this is Organized Chaos. We take a deep dive into living with intentionality, focusing on what's important in our lives so we can truly feel our best. It may feel chaotic at times, but with a little organization, the right mindset, and a ton of self-love, we can still thrive. Join me as we talk to other busy moms and experts who will share tips and strategies to help you reach your goals. Hope you enjoy this episode of Organized Chaos. Now, on to the show. Hey friends, welcome. So today we're going to talk about how to organize your time with family during busy seasons. So obviously the end of the year is a pretty busy season for many people, but there are other (laughs) busy seasons in our year and I want to help you navigate through that especially if you want to spend some quality time with your family. Um, I know that we can get really caught up in just all of the things that are going on and we're doing all of the things. Um, And then we start to feel guilty because maybe we're not spending enough time with our family or if we are spending time with our family, we're not really present. So I want to give you some of the tools that you can use to organize your time, but I also want to give you some specific activities that you can do that don't take up a lot of time, but that are going to feel like you can be more present in because you really don't need a lot of time. And I, I often joke sometimes is that like, sometimes I need a break from my family and sometimes I don't want to spend a lot of time with my family. You need a break, right? But um, I, I'm going to share some of the things that just really can give you some quick wins when it comes to spending quality time with your family. And that is actually, there's going to be some byproducts from this too. So I'll leave those for the end um, because I I think they're just really amazing. And you'll start to see that once you, um, you know, create the habit of doing these activities. But first, let's start to talk about how you can actually organize your time. And I think the, the number one step for this is to really establish the goal. So rather than giving a specific amount of time that you want to spend with your family, think about what you really want that outcome to be. Do you want to be closer to your family? Do you want to improve a relationship or even mend a relationship that's been somewhat broken? Um, So really establishing the goal in terms of the actual, um, outcome you want rather than putting a number on a piece of paper. Now, because you still need time, it still involves time, you can um, schedule this on your calendar. But to start off, create that goal of the actual result that you want out of this. Now let's actually look at your calendar, like what your current schedule is and This is where you're going to need to evaluate some of the things that you're doing that you may want to either reduce or just stop altogether. This is kind of creating that space for you. Um, And some of the things you can use are just like a a weekly scheduler or a, a monthly calendar that everybody has access to. So it's not just like in your, on your computer or on, you know, a journal or something like that or planner. Um, this is something that is like exposed. This is something that you put in your kitchen or uh, maybe you have a command center. So it's somewhere where everybody can see it. And you you can find these anywhere. I mean, you can go on um, an online store or just go to a physical store and find a dry erase type 
calendar or scheduler, or if, you know, aesthetics is your thing, then you can buy something like an acrylic clear um, scheduler or calendar that will still look nice in your home, but it still serves a purpose. It'll serve that purpose of everyone being able to see this calendar or schedule. Now, if you want a deeper dive into how you can actually do this and, you know, create like a new schedule or something like that, or create some space in your schedule, um, you can go to episode number six, which is how to create your ideal schedule. And I go through all the steps on how to do that um, and really breaking it down. It's really like my best time management tool. So um, if you go to episode six, I go uh, a deeper dive into that. Um, But, you know, if you go through all of that and, you know, you have your schedule, it's time to get some buy-in from your family. It's kind of like something that you guys can create together. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll get some ideas that you didn't even think of. So I think sharing it before you actually like set it in stone is ideal. Okay, so now I want to share some of the activities that you can do that don't take up a lot of time and that really help you um, get more out of your time together. So one of the things is coming up with a project that you can do together that you can work on for a while. So it's not like a weekend project or anything like that. It's something that will take you uh, maybe several weeks, but it's a project that you can do together in short bursts. So um, it could even be 30 minutes, but it's something where, you know, everybody's could be involved, um, hands on, and, you know, it can be fun. So creating a project that you can do. And I mean, obviously this can be based on like, let's say if you're going to do this with your kids, it can be, you know, based on their age level. Like you don't want to, um, you know, create a crazy project where, you know, it involves nailing and, you know, hammers and all these like scary tools for, you know, little kids. Obviously you want to make it age appropriate, but, um, you know, it could be something in your house or it could be something where you um, create a, uh, like a toy or some type of journal. The thing that I'm thinking about is um, for a while we had a subscription um, to, I actually forgot the name of the of the actual uh, product. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but this was a subscription where it was project based and, um, you know, it was age appropriate. So my, it was for my daughter and she was like 11 or, um, going into 12. So they would curate a project for her to do and I could do it with her or, you know, her dad could do it with her. And it was maybe art. Um, one time we created this, um, like, journal cover and it was kind of like a vegan leather and she was able to decorate it. And, you know, we did that in like 30, 45 minutes maybe. Um, but it was fun and she had this finished product and it was just great. So, you know, you can do that or you can just, you know, look for things in your house and just create something. I mean, it can be something so silly, but the point is that you're doing it together. Another thing is just to have meals together. Right. So, I mean, this is something that uh, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people do it. I know as a kid, um, it wasn't always like that. Sometimes I would eat in my room in front of my TV. So I don't know, maybe times have changed, but just 
eating a meal together and talking. And we have, um, actually we've made it a point to always eat together if we are home or, you know, wherever, but, um, we'll always eat together is just become a habit, but beyond just eating together, we try to um, strike up conversations and we have this little uh, packet of questions that are age appropriate for our kids, but they um, really spark some really great conversations. So it's not just about like being together, like at the table, it's really about striking up those conversations. The next one is my favorite Uh, And this is something that we actually, I think, started implementing last year, and this is just going on walks. So how this got started for us was that my husband was doing the 75 hard, and he had to do a second workout um, outdoors. And he thought, well, you know, I can go out for a walk. And it turned into him going out for a walk with um, each one of us separately. So it wasn't just like, hey, let's all as a family go um, out together. It was like, no, individually, like he would go on a walk with me, he would go on a walk with our son and then with our daughter. But it went beyond the 75 days. So now each of us have our own day where we go on a walk with my husband. So he always gets a walk in every day, but each one of us gets to spend more time um, individually with my husband. And um, it's really been great. And I'll, and I'll talk about that in a little while, like what's come out of that. But that doesn't take a lot of time at all. The next one is to start a hobby together. Uh, this could be anything, um, puzzles, Legos, you know, whatever. Um, it's just something that you can do as either a family or individually. We know with, if you have multiple kids, you can have a little hobby for each of your kids, but something like that, you know, you can work on it um, and it doesn't take up a lot of time. Also, there are some things that you can do that where you, for lack of a better term, kill two birds with one stone. Um, you're not necessarily multitasking. Well, you kind of are, but um, if you're going on a long drive, like play a game when you guys are driving. So you know, games like I Spy, obviously this is more for little kids, but even the license plate game, um, anything like that you you can do where, um, you know, you're obviously going somewhere, but, you know, in the meantime, and to really kind of get them off of maybe, maybe they have some type of electronics to give them some time to not be on the electronics and doing something like that. Um, that's always been a big hit for us. Um, even now when our kids are 12 and 13, they love to do that stuff. Um, so it, they're, they're never too old. So doing something like that is always fun. And then there's playing board games or even video games. If your kids are into video games, you know, playing a, a game with them, my, my husband and my son, will play this is this actually takes more than just like 20 minutes or half an hour they will spend like an hour playing video games together but it's it's a great way for them to spend time together doing something fun i'm definitely not into video games but the times that i have played with my son um he truly remembers it like he'll still tell me about the you know the time we played fortnite um like, I don't know, it was probably a year ago. He, he remembers that like, and it wasn't a lot of time. Like I couldn't last that long. <laughs> we died. Um, but so, you know, it was a short period of time, but he, he loved it. 
And I actually had a lot of fun too. Although I can't, I can't do it for too long because I just get too anxious and uh, I actually don't enjoy it after a while because of that anxiety. But, um, but he definitely, um, you know, remembers that and says how fun it was to do that with me. So these are just a few activities um, that I've personally done, but there's so many things you can do. I mean, just Google it and find, you know, activities that you can do that don't require a lot of time. But I I really want to talk about like the byproducts of spending these short periods of time with your family. Um, For one, it allows you to learn more about them and for them to learn more about you if you ask great questions. Like we stopped asking our kids, like, how was your day or how was school? Um, We ask specific questions that don't allow for a yes or no answer or, uh, oh, it was good. It was fine. You know, we, we go like, Hey, what made you smile today? Or, you know, what was the best part of your day? First off, it makes them have to think more. Um, and even if they say, Oh, I don't know, like you can still kind of ask follow-up questions to that. Um, and it, you get into deeper conversations with them. So when you're doing these activities and asking those questions, um, you'll have some really great conversations. Um, But also, you know, if you're going out for a walk or if you're doing something physical with them, you're obviously getting exercise in yourself. And then you're also, you know, modeling that behavior for your kids about being active, but you're also creating memories. Like these are the times when your kids or even, you know, if you're doing this with your spouse, like these are the the moments that you'll remember because even if it's a short period of time, you'll make sure that it really counts. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that was helpful and I hope that you're able to incorporate some of these things so that you can spend some really great quality time with your family and create those memories and strengthen those bonds and all of that good stuff. All right. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. On iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.